What's going on, everybody? It's Friday, March 29th. You're on Here's the Deal with your host, John Forbes. And today's episode's called Backlash and Buttholes. Hope you guys enjoy. Kick that shit. It's Friday. You've been working all week at a job you fucking hate. But it's the weekend. Race cars to build shit to do. Weekends for the boys. Kicking it old school today. Alright guys, so let's hop right into this. It's Friday, March 29th. Good day here in Canada. Weather's getting warm. Stuff's really dry, drying up. Um, everybody's getting ready for race season. So today's episode is called Backlash and Butthole. So we're going to talk about some things here. I kind of want to bring it back to where all this stuff started with the Ontario Street Outlaws, our beef. What's going on now and what's going to happen from here? Because there's been a lot of backlash on the internet, buttholes messaging me. You know, people want to fight. They want to do all this crazy stuff. And we're not here to do that, man. We, we want to put on some good races. We want to raise money for the track. You know, the last thing we want to do is fight with people. The first thing I will admit, I have been guilty before of saying some stupid shit. You know, I did message some people and I did cause some problems. And you know what? I, I apologize to Paul. For that I sent him a message quite a while ago and you know I'm sorry for what happened there you know we had our beef we had our problem shit like that you know I was younger I was immature but from there shit's progressed over the last year man I get messages from people on Ontario Street Outlaws people saying you know we want to we want to come kick your ass what's your address you know wait till we see you out at the track I've never threatened anybody once. You, you, you know, I talked some shit before and I apologize for that stuff. But what I really don't understand here is there's big names that have been on that page and called them out and said, you know, you guys should have never been there. You shouldn't have did this. And I'm not even saying that. I'm glad you guys got the opportunity to go. But the difference here is when I approached Memphis, they gave me a date for two weeks. And I straight up told them two weeks cannot happen for us. We have guys with motors out of their cars, guys who aren't tested, guys who aren't ready. If that was the case and we could only go in two weeks, I swear to God I would have declined that offer and said hopefully we can meet up with you guys another time because there is no way representing Canada that I would have called up a bunch of nine and eight second cars and stuff like that and said, hey, you guys come down with us. We are only taking the best of the best. So I wake up this morning, Friday morning, you know, I'm getting my kid ready for school and stuff like that. The day's going to kick off. I got some stuff to do here today. And I wake up to a nine-mile message from Marissa Norris. You know, I have no problem with these people, but I did the podcast the other day. Obviously, they're mad about some stuff, but I'm just trying to address the problem here. The whole beef that started with Ontario Street Outlaws and Pro Street 519 started way back when we started to to uh, put this group together, and we were going after sponsors, and we were trying to make our mark. From there, I had problems. I would message sponsors that also sponsored Ontario Street Outlaws, and they would say, you know, hey, let me message Paul and get back to you guys or, or whatever, and we'll figure it out. Then we'd, they would come back to us and say, you know, in no way we'll sponsor your guys' group. 
blah, 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 blah. And then from there, like, like, like you know, I, I got past that shit happens. I understand they want to build their race series up, whatever. But then Paul also runs the Ontario Drag Race classification page. Now, I sell a lot of parts, and I buy stuff, too, and then... It started to seem from there I would post stuff and it has to be approved by an admin. So my post would not get posted. I couldn't sell shit. I couldn't buy shit. I had problems with that. And then I, I would try and post some of our promotions and mutual groups and stuff like that or their group. And they, they would just not have any of it. But what I don't understand is racing is coming back in Ontario. You guys do something different than what I do. You guys do list races. You guys get new people out to the track. I love what you guys do. You're getting lots of people out there. You guys have a ton of fast guys, too. And in no way am I shitting on anybody like John Reed, any of these guys. I'm not talking shit about your cars. I'm just saying the difference is if they gave us that two weeks, that happened. I can send you messages from Pam, whatever the fuck you guys want. They gave us that two weeks to come out, and I would have told them absolutely no. There's no way. We're coming out for a good showing. And we need the best cars out there. Now all this backlash is going on. Yes, I posted this screenshot just because I wanted to show everybody on the page here, Pro Street 519. You can go check that out on Facebook and see what's going on there. So, so I, I posted the screenshot of the message Marissa Norris sent me. I couldn't even fit nowhere near the whole message in the thing. You know, they're so upset just because I pointed out, and you know, you guys had a bad showing at uh, Oklahoma. And it was hard. You guys had two weeks, and Killer Cole was the fastest guy. He made a fucking great pass, and unfortunately, the other guys couldn't stack up. And I'll be the first guy to un understand and tell you guys, of course, those guys out there have, you know, $200,000 cars or so. You know, they really have their shit together in fast cars, and, you know, it's awesome that you guys went down. I don't have any beef with that stuff. If anything, I want to share share your events, promote your shit, because all racing is good. But what I'm not understanding here is, why is it a competition? Why aren't Ontario Street Outlaws coming to our events and our guys coming to your events, making racing bigger? Get Ontario Grudge Wars guys, they're doing amazing stuff out here. Why aren't we all racing together and co-promoting our shit and getting the racers out to all these badass events so the racers win, if anything? The, the promoters of the races, whatever you want to call me, I just try to put together cool shit and I try to raise some money for the track. So everybody needs to come together because this, in no way, it doesn't need to be about the race promoters who's putting on the races, um, egos and shit like that. You know what I'm doing? People can talk shit. They call me a nut swinger, all this stupid shit just because I went after Memphis and I got us an episode, and then people come after me and say, well, where's your car? Where's your $100,000 car to go race some? Well, I'm smart enough to know what it takes to go out and race a caliber of that, caliber of that, and I don't have a car like that. So I'm going after the right people. I get good support from great people. You know, Michael Pavlov, he's leading us to Memphis for the victory, and I truly believe the 10 cars that we are bringing we have a good chance. We could win 10 out of 10. Obviously, I get that is very unlikely. But we're bringing the cars there to do that. And we have confidence to do that. I understand you guys only got two weeks. And like I said, I'm very understanding. I'm not trying to bash your group. I'd like to put this shit behind us. Because, you know, I, I've admitted, I've said some stupid stuff back in the day. You know, I, I was more immature back then. You know, I said stupid shit. There's a lot of shit that I wish that I could have took back. But I also stand beside 
what of a lot, a lot of what I said because this is what's got me here. This is what got me to message these Memphis people. And one of the biggest hurdles for getting this race was too. The first thing everybody asked us was, well, you aren't those other Canadians that came out, right? You, you know, not bashing you guys, but they knew right away, well, those Canadians, should, you, you know, they're, they're probably faster now, whatever. But they're not going to come out for, for, for a showing like that against that caliber of cars. So that's what I'm saying. If I got the two-week notice, I, I would have respectfully declined. And I would have pursued trying to get another date later on instead of just taking what I could get right there, right then. Because I think that was a big mistake for you guys because um, I understand you guys took what you could get. It was a big race. You know, your race series has blown up since then. You guys have a ton of members. And you guys put on cool races. You guys have a lot of badasses out there. You know, Waji, that guy's fucking awesome, man. I love that guy. Going out to Lights Out, doing all that cool shit, Mod Motor and the Booger. You guys got really good people out there. Killer Cole, that guy's Mustang's fucking sweet. Um, you know, you have good guys out there. Dave and shit like that. But my biggest problem is, after I apologize to Paul, and I'm trying to put this stuff behind us, and okay, I'm sharing your events again. I'm sharing them. Okay, let, let's let's try and get as, the, as big a buzz as we can and get people out to the track for your events, my events, Ontario Grudge Wars, Quebec Grudge Wars, I don't give a shit what it is, if it's racing in, in Ontario or Canada, it's good for the sport, and it's growing the stuff, so you guys sit here and say, well, I bash everybody, I do this shit, I bashed you guys back in the day, and like I said, I'm sorry, I apologize for that, and then I tried to move forward, but when I run my page and stuff like that, um, I get fucking Ontario Street Outlaws. They come on under a fake name. And you can tell they only have a few pictures. And, um, you, you know, they start chirping on there. Or you get guys with their real accounts on there. And they say, hey, what's your address? You know, let's meet up. I'm going to kick your ass when we come to the track. Like, you know, I, I'm not fucking scared of anybody. If that's what you guys want to insinuate, insinuate that. I'm at the track all the time. And I have no problem non-violently telling you guys what I think, my biggest goal here is what, what I'm going to try and set up, John Reed, we talked a little bit here on the Facebook page, and um, you, you know, we've had a big beef, but with that guy, I've said many times on posts, and I've told lots of people before that guy said bad stuff about me, I said, I've heard really good stuff about that guy, uh, Dan Patrick's a good friend of mine, knows John Reed, he said good stuff about that guy, you know, and I'm not chirping you by saying fucking... You went out there, you had a race, you jumped the light, and Ryan fucking drove around you like nothing. He's got a $250,000 car and runs fucking in the threes on a radial. You know, he's fast as fuck on a big tire. There's no shame to lose to a guy like that. But when I say something like that, and you guys just want to troll me for months and fucking, you, you know, I'm this and that, and you make memes about me and shit like that, you know what? F fuck you guys, man. Everybody's seen it. It was on TV. It's not like I'm talking shit that nobody else is saying. I'm fucking coming after you guys. So today, after all this backlash happens, I get a message from Weber Chassis. So Weber Chassis tells me we're going to drop you guys as a sponsor because Paul Norris said this and that. And I said, really? Wow. I said, this is absolutely insane. I said, their members have came on my page. They've insinuated violence, asked me where I live. They want to come fight me. If I come out to the track, they're going to kick my ass. And then they make fake accounts. They message me and say all this stupid shit. And now I'm really regretting because I, I try to keep my page relatively peaceful. I think some of the drama is good for racing. You know, it's racing. You're calling people out. You're talking shit about people's cars. It's supposed to be all in good fun. 
But I delete that shit when those people come on there and they say, hey, we're going to kick your ass, we're going to do that, because it just, you know, it opens the door for replies and people hopping on and pooling on, but I just feel like the whole Ontario street outlaws, it's almost like a cult following. These guys fucking take it. It's not that it's not serious, but like I said, when I just say, hey, you guys lost 10-0, and you guys didn't have the caliber of cars to run with them, it should be like, yeah, of course we didn't. You, you know, we took the race, we wanted to promote our shit, we wanted our shit to get bigger, and we only had two weeks. Cool. That's it. Right fucking there. You don't have to come back, and I'm a fucking loser, I'm a fucking young punk kid, I don't have a car, I'm a fucking nobody. You know what? I'm a 24-year-old kid. I put together fucking race events. I raised $5,000 for the track last year. I fucking travel around the, the country here in Canada. I go down to states to the fucking Chicago car shows and shit like that. Fucking whirl the wheels. Go hang out at the Cots tent. Talk to Heyo Steve. Jake, if that makes me a fucking nut rider because these guys work hard to do what the fuck they do and they do not get recognized enough... That makes me a nut rider for taking videos and creating content, doing shoutouts, trying to get these guys on TV. Anybody that makes a good pass, street or track, whatever, send me fucking videos. I put them together. I post them on pages in the United States like No Prep Kings and stuff like that. Because if anything, at the end of the day, we want big stuff to come to racing in Ontario or Canada does not matter. I mean, if we went down there and we could have a good showing and we brought back a big following or, or they came up with some um, TV racing series in Canada, I mean, that's not where, what we're shooting for, the cameras and stuff like that, but we are shooting for making drag racing bigger. So, and then another beef that I had with Ontario Street Outlaws, let's just do something together then. You, you know what I mean? You guys have events, well, why can't... You guys will say, okay, well, you guys can just come out to our event. Well, you guys could just come out to our events, too. You know, that doesn't happen. Well, why wouldn't we do something joint? But it's like you guys are not interested in any co-promotion if it's not 100% about your fucking organization. And this is the biggest thing that pisses me off. I know what you guys make from sponsors. I know you guys ask $1,000 for a sponsor because I've talked to old sponsors of yours that have pulled out. So how many sponsors do you guys have? How much money do you guys fucking get from the sponsors to do your own merch, to get your own fucking nice Ontario street outlaws, tents, all this shit? We're putting on a 16-car field, USA versus Canada. $250 buy-in, that's a $4,000 payout. I have to come up with $1,000, figure it out, whether that be track, whatever sponsors we have left, because Ontario Street Outlaws continues to go after them. And all that I'm doing is I'm bringing bigger gates to the track, getting people from the States, bigger names to come down, so... People want to go out to the track. When I go out to the track, I bring buddies too who haven't necessarily been to the track much or haven't been there before because it's all about them coming out and seeing a car do a fucking wheelie to the 330 and they're fucking hooked for life. I mean, and then I had so much back backlash about this podcast, so people are mad because I swear and I'm talking shit like a car guy, just like any garage that you went into and you talked to some guy building a fucking hot rod and asked him what he thought about stuff. Well, well I, I, I'm not a fucking doctor, guys. I run a racing page. I'm a carpenter. That's why I'm not a fucking banker. And, you know, backlash and fucking buttholes messaging me. That's why this fucking episode's called that. So here's the deal. This is what I propose. Paul Norris, come have a sit down with me. 
You guys are upset. I think that there's a big miscommunication. And like I said, I've apologized about the stuff that happened with the Oklahoma. Because like I said on the last episode, I messaged Silver Unit in there. Or sorry, Silver Unit from Oklahoma. I messaged a few people from there. And that was really a dick part on me. Because you know what? I apologize for that. That shit should have fallen on you guys to be like, no, we cannot do it in two weeks. We need some more time. Because like I said, when Memphis approached me, they told me two weeks. I said, I'm really sorry, guys. I said, we have cars not together. We're coming to give you guys a show, and we're coming to take your goddamn money. So from there, she got back to me. She said, you know, we have three more spots open later in the season or, or whatever, and then the other ones filled up, and then July 19th was the only date we get. And then people get mad. I know Ian Hill's a little bit upset from the Ontario Grudge War series. He does a fucking great job with that stuff. And the last thing that I ever want to do is step on that guy's toes and, you know, fuck his event around. But at the same time, we're not looking for the same people. He has big caliber cars at that race. Very fucking fast people. But we don't want anybody on small tires. Like, even Waji, sorry, sorry, I'm probably saying his name wrong, um... But, but that guy, like, he has a fucking great car. The Booger, he's got the mod motor in it. You know, he's done a ton of work. That car's making a lot more power than it made before. But I I, I talked to him, and he said that he could only fit a fucking 29105W. Like, and saying this, I don't understand how people take this as chirps to say, you know, Waji, um... I'm I'm not sure you'll be able to get down an asphalt road on a 10.5. You know, I just watched a live feed from Memphis Street Outlaws yesterday. These guys were talking about, if you want to come out with a small tire, go ahead, but you're giving your money away for free. You, you, this isn't a concrete road with fucking pimp juice and a lot of bite in it. This is an asphalt road. I got told by people who went down there, there's shingle in the road, and there is some good bite to it, but you're not going to put you know, 1,500 horsepower to the ground on a small tire on asphalt. There's no fucking way. So, and, and that's not chirping at all. He's one of the baddest motherfuckers around. If if that's the case, I, I really hope he goes to uh, Ian's race, the Ontario Grudge Wars, or the date gets moved, and maybe he can do both races, try and get a bit bigger tire for the street. And I hope that he wins that Ontario Grudge Wars, man. I, I want everybody to do good. I hope that series fucking explodes. I hope there's a shitload of people out there. Because that's a good race series. So with John Reed, like I said, I talked to John Reed. I think we're going to set up a live feed for next week or something like that. He wants me to come out and meet in Dutton, but I got to be honest. I, I, I'm a little bit reluctant because um, I feel like these guys have been looking for a fight. And I'm just... Again, I'm just expressing what I feel. If you if you don't like what I have to say, why are you on the podcast listening? Why do you follow my page and I see you like other people's comments, but you don't ever chime in? You don't... We need more people to step up and help with stuff. Like, I'm only trying to do good. We're going to try and bring back a cruise night in St. Thomas. Like I said, growing up, that was a big drag race city. Every Friday, I'd come out with my parents. We'd go get ice cream as a kid, and there would be cars packed uptown, wherever, muscle cars, everywhere, people meeting together, you, you know, exchanging information, doing what they love, and I'm trying to bring that stuff back, bring back good races. I might not put on a series each year where there's a whole bunch of races, but you can bet your ass you're going to get one or two races from us, plus some other cool shit, 
car meets, plus we're going to try and bring the car culture back, plus I'll be volunteering at St. Thomas Raceway and helping with the bleachers. I mean, I don't know what else you guys want from me. I spend so much time on this shit, my wife gets mad because I'm constantly adding videos together for you guys. I do this stuff 100% for you guys so your guys' word can get out better. And back to the Ontario Street Outlaws, I even did local shout-outs to awesome guys, Eric Weber, you know, these different guys um, that run in the Ontario Street Outlaws. There's no reason why we can't get along, but just because I point out that you guys had a bad run in Oklahoma, and, and you know, they had super expensive $200,000 cars, and it's, it's almost impossible to run with those guys the way that the show has gotten. But I want to make this very clear to you guys. I don't have a problem with Ontario Street Outlaws. I want to do a live feed with Paul Norris. We can sit down and we can talk about this. I said I, I have two conditions for the meet. We have to be mature about it. I'm not going there to, you, you know, start a big fight or any of that. I'm coming by myself. I'll, I'll drive up to that guy or a mutual location and I will be there by myself. You can bring all your buddies that said they were going to fucking kick my ass and this and that and... I've never insinuated violence. We'll do a live feed. You guys, I hope everything goes well. And then besides that, I said we have to shake hands at the end of the interview. I really don't have bad blood with these guys. These guys have awesome cars. Fuck, I, I, I don't even have a car like that to go out and run with them. But at the same time, I told Marissa too, I think it is good for a race promoter. Like Paul, he's been building a car for a while. I don't talk shit on Paul because Paul doesn't go out there and drive and beat everybody when he's the leader of the race series like the promoter. To me, I, I don't know if that's such a good mix. When I go out to the track, when everybody's drawing names out of a hat, I don't want to have to draw my name as well, look at somebody else to tell them to take over our tent, keep everything running smoothly. I, I think it makes an on, a more honest race when you do that, like Duck's races. Duck isn't out there racing a fucking radial car. He's focusing on the racers and the track. So, like I said, I don't. what do you guys want from me? Do you guys want me to go get a, a light chassis and throw a, a Turbo LS in it and come out and run nines with you guys? So that's, I, to be honest, I'll be honest with you guys. I'm not ready for that. I'm gearing up to sell my house. I'm taking care of all my shit at home. And I'm going through my apprenticeship as a carpenter. As soon as I'm a journeyman, fuck, I'll be 42 bucks an hour making 100 grand a year. And then... People are not going to talk then. When I go to MGR, because he's one of the best engine builders in Canada, when I go to him and I'm ready, people are going to be in trouble. And I'm not just talking shit, but I love this stuff so much. I love it too much to not be good about it. I've had a Camaro. I've drove it. You know, I haven't had super fast shit. You know, I had a supercharged import car. You know, that car ran like 13.8. You know, not fast at all. But you guys want to say, have you ever been in anything? A fucking course that I have, man. Obviously, I've drove shit around. Obviously, I've street raced at any guy who fucking revs his engine out of fucking stoplight or out of town where it's safe to do so. So, I guess that's the deal there. So, I'm hoping we go out with John Reed. We'll meet the guy in Dutton. I'm just, like I said, I'm a little bit reluctant. It needs to be a peaceful thing. I'm not going to go out there and set up. And I'm not going to scream at this guy for an hour, him scream at me and cause a big fight. I'm going to set up and we can talk about it. And I'm going to tell John Reed, I, I don't understand. Everybody gets so mad about pointing out what happened, even though it happened on that national television, guys. 
It happened on TV. Everybody knows. People in the States, people in Canada, whoever the fuck has a TV and can get Discovery. You know, and it's not a big deal. You guys went down there with fucking balls of steel and you erased guys that you knew you didn't have a chance of beating. Like I said, I just have a different view. To me, it is only about the race and the racers. So me going down to Memphis, they gave us that two weeks to come down March 30th a few weeks ago, which is tomorrow. Now imagine, if I would have just been like, um, yeah, we'll take that date because there is no other date from you guys. There would have been a few people ready. We would have had two or three fast cars and we would have had a bunch of, you know, eight second cars. And it's, it's kind of crazy because when we're talking street outlaws, Oklahoma, Memphis, whoever, an eight second car is slow. In Ontario, an eight second car is fast. You can come out, fuck you, you can win some events, stick shift class, whatever, small tire, you can do good with that. But going down when they got big mountain fucking big blocks, they got big tires, they've been down the road a million times, and they have sponsors and teams behind them. It's it's hard to go out and beat a guy like that. And I'll be the first one to say I understand that, but this beef is getting out of control. This year I'll be at the track at Tanya, you, you know, I, I'm not scared of anything to happen well, whatsoever, but at the same time, it's not cool for something to happen to the tr- at the track and cause a big commotion. Somebody wants to fight this and that. Like I said, we just lost Weber Chassis' sponsor because Paul Norris went to him when I posted this screenshot of Marissa Norris' chat that she sent me this morning, and you know he went to them and said, you know, I had them on their podcast, and I was talking shit about Ontario Street Outlaws. Yeah, the other episode, you know, I did talk some shit, but you guys have to understand, people come on my page, your guys come on my page, I think Dave Kalanko's done it, John Reed's done it, a whole bunch of other people that I don't even care to remember, and now the shitty thing is, those fucking comments are deleted, when they said they're gonna come kick my ass and all this stuff, I delete it and try and get the negativity off of it, now I can't even send Weber Chassis that. I can't even send them evidence that the cult-like following of Ontario Street Outlaws had people that wanted to come beat me up, do this and that, and they're going to kick my ass if they see me at the track. This is nuts. I, I may have talked a little shit and said, hey, you guys were too slow to go out, blah, 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 being a jackass, you know. And I'm sorry. I, I, I've apologized for that. We're trying to get past that, but if you're going to dig in your heels like this, you're going to go after our sponsors when I'm just trying to do good for the drag racing community. And like I said, you guys always come back and say, well, you bash everybody. You do this and that. I get bashed like crazy. I get your guys messaging me, telling me they're going to kick my ass. You know, I, I'm a punk little bitch. You know, I don't have a car. Fucking. To me, it's it, it's not worth it to come out with a slow car. When, when I come out, I'm going to come out with a good car. And I'm going to be ready. And I'm going to have lots of fun. For now, I'm going to focus on my race event. We're going to Memphis. We got big stuff in the works, and um, it's it's gonna be fun, man. And and you know what? I will have to say this about Ontario Street Outlaws. Some of those guys are class acts. A lot of those guys are amazing people. Ron Charlton, that guy is such a good guy. Lives in St. Thomas Town. I grew up in. He supported our 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 uh, grudge race event and stuff like that. And um, you know, I kind of put that guy in the middle of some stuff, and I feel bad too because um. Ron Charlton's such a good guy, such a good competitive competitor and racer. 
you know, I, I had beef with the Ontario street out loss. And like I said, I admit, I, I had said a lot of stupid shit well over a year ago. But like I said, I had messaged Paul and I had to apologize. So you have to understand both sides of the spectrum here. I talked shit a long time ago. I apologize for Paul. Stuff was still getting better, but there was comments made back and forth once in a while on Ontario Street Outlaws, whatever, no beef. And then I I would post something, you know, you get a few S, sorry, OSO guys, Ontario Street Outlaws, they would hop on. They would talk some shit, you know, they'd say, you know, you're a fucking retard, you can't promote anything, you can't do none of this shit, you know, fuck you, and... I understand it's hard to get past, you know, I did some stupid shit last year, and you know what, that's okay for you guys to be mad about. But what it's not okay to be, or, or sorry, what it's not okay to do is you, you can't come on here and insinuate violence with me and then go after our sponsors and get them pulled. Because I'm trying my hardest right now. I I almost want to make a, a war out of this, but I feel like I'm being the more mature person. I'm still going to, anytime somebody shares OSO stuff, I'm going to fucking share it because I'm going to kill them with kindness. You know, you guys might not see that because I made that stupid post on on our page and stuff, but I'm trying to get people to see this is over a year later, and I still get messages like that. I made the podcast the other day, and all I did was point out, you know, you guys were outgunned, and it was a fucking blowout and embarrassing. I'm sorry, guys. It was. You guys got two weeks. You know, you guys did the best you guys could for two weeks, and I hope that that race really kicked your guys' stuff off. You know, I hope you guys got a lot more followers. I hope your shit's good, and I'll be the first guy to say to, um, after that race aired on TV, I was so surprised that we didn't get the flack that we, that that I thought that we were going to get. I thought so many people were going to talk shit on Canada and stuff like that. I, I was surprised to see that a lot of people said, you know, that that's where Street Outlaws has gotten now. A real car can't come down and run with them, and you guys brought down real cars, a hundred percent. And I'm not trying to call your guys shit slow. It's, it's not slow. It's fast around here. But when you go down and race $250,000 cars, it's, it's very slow compared to that. And I don't get how we can't come together and agree on that, move forward, shake each other's hands and let's do a co-promotion. Let, let's do something, put it behind us. Racing, all racing is good. I want to come to your shit. I want you guys to come to our shit. I want to go to Ian Hill's shit. I want to go fucking everywhere. I'm driving down to Cots this year, US. I I don't know if it's 141. I, I I've never never really been over there that way, but But this is the shit that I deal with and I I I hate to keep bringing up stuff from the past and you know, I don't want to go back to this, but it we're not getting past it. We need to do something. We need to talk. We need to shake hands. Your guys need to stop saying they're going to kick my ass. And then 100%, I'll stop doing what I'm doing. I'll stop posting the stuff. I understand uh, posting that screenshot today, it was kind of like a jab at them. But at the same time, it's over a year, and then I get a nine-mile message from Marissa. I don't know you guys. You guys are probably really nice people. Again, thank you for what you guys do with racing. But at the same same deal. We do different shit. You guys do what you do. I do what I do. We don't need to fight about the shit anymore. But I don't want the OSO guys coming on here anymore either and saying they're going to kick my ass and do all this stuff. It's about the fucking race and the racers. If if we bring all of our guys to your event and it makes it bigger and stuff like that, so be it. That's great. You guys get bigger payouts. You get more people coming out. You guys come out to our stuff. It gets bigger. 
it works for everybody. I, I see the problem with the, the difference in the classes. A lot of the, the people on my page, they're not looking to go out and they're not looking to run, say, a list series. Uh, certain people, Chris O'Keefe and shit like that, he's got a, he's got a fast car, right? He's got a grudged car. That car's probably going to run in the sevens this year. You, you know, he's not going to come out to a list where there's four open spots, nobody's on the list, and the number one guy runs 10 seconds or something like that. But at the same time, I understand what you're doing with the list, and I actually understand more now, and I like that because it gives opportunity for each of the area codes. A slower guy can come out, and he can really have fun. He can work on his stuff over time, and he can get faster and progress over the years until he is that number one guy. Now, that... That is awesome. I like that. I like that you guys come out, you, you know, you, you put on good races. Each person who takes number one home each time, I think they bring home like 250 bucks or something. Cool deal, guys. You guys should pat yourself on the back because you guys have done right by drag racing in Ontario. But at the same time, like I said, going back to this deal, we're going to Memphis now. You guys can say, oh, we're lucky we had three months to get ready and all this bullshit. That is bullshit. You guys had the opportunity to tell you, tell those guys, whoever you were talking to about the show, you had the opportunity, just like me, to say, hey, that's not realistic for us. We're bringing down cars that want to beat you guys, not fucking get smoked by you guys and give you guys donations. And I guess that's where my biggest beef is with this whole deal, I guess. Like I said, I have absolutely no problem with those guys. I hope their series does great. I, I hope they do really well. I wish Paul and Marissa the best, but this is my offer here. I, I'm calling out Paul here, and I'm saying I want to sit down, I want to meet with you, and I want to do a live feed. If you guys can be mature with me and, you know, you guys aren't going to start a fight, and we can talk about it, you guys can call me out on whatever you want. Shit that I said, I, I will apologize to you for the shit that I've said, but also... I will stand by what I said in some regards to to the whole two-week situation and bringing out that caliber of cars instead of, like I said, I respectfully decline the two-week call-out. We would have been there tomorrow. We would have had Michael Pavlov, a really fast guy, and then we would have had a whole bunch of people that aren't, weren't ready, and we would have had to start taking any guys that could travel down and get a passport and... Believe me, like I said, I'll be the first guy to understand. I know what it's like now, fucking trying to get everybody loaded up, passports ready, whose car's ready, whose motor's in the shop, um, what car's actually going to get down the road, um, people on small tires. So, like, that's another deal, too. Like, all these guys going to, we're not really having any small tire cars because, like I said, going down there, it's like giving them a donation on a small tire. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't even really know what to say here. I mean, they chirp, they say all this stuff. I'm a nobody, I'm a wannabe, I'm a jackass, I'm this and that. Well, it's funny because I'm on the phone with Dennis Bailey yesterday. Real good cat down there from, I believe, Arkansas there. But good guy, you know, we're talking. He knows what I share. He knows the people that stand behind me. Same with going down to, to Cots and talking to Heyo Steve. These guys are the real deal. Take a look around and see who is where. Ontario Street Outlaws has, has a bunch of really great people, but at the same time, you can call me a wannabe, a nut swinger, whatever. Look at the, the support from the people that I have. We're trying to get Heyo Steve up 
from Chicago. That is a massive deal. Going after a guy like that, been on Street Outlaws, has a crazy car, Project X, plus has other cars, plus the other type of calibers that want to come run, like uh, Jake Blaine, stuff like that. And I bring my races to St. Thomas Raceway because that's where I grew up. It's nostalgic to me. And that track needs the love. That track needs all the money it can get. Something happened with Jay this year and he's hurt. And I, I just want to do my part. I'm going to go out. I'm going to volunteer. But it seems like other series like to move away from that track. And they only want to go somewhere like Cayuga or Toronto because it's a nicer track. But to me, that's not the same gritty grudge racing that I like. I guess you can bring the grudge race any track you go, but you can't bring the track to the grudge race is what I'm saying. The people there, like when you see Jay putting down prep or he's smiling, driving the fucking tractor, doing whatever he's doing, that shit, I, I don't want to get gay here, but that shit warms my heart and that's what I go to the track to do. Crazy, St. Thomas Raceway, I had my after prom after high school. Fucking, I've done a lot of stuff there. That place is very important to me. If we don't start doing our part, tracks are just going to continue to close. Who knows? That track could go under. Somebody could fucking bulldoze it. Now the next closest place you're going is Grand Bend. And then how long until that happens? Grand Bend has a good following. That's a really good town. Really nice track. Um, but, the, but they're a lot more strict when it comes to tech and stuff like that. You can't get away with some of the stuff. They're not saying that you get away with anything that you shouldn't at St. Thomas Raceway. But he's realistic. You know, everybody doesn't have chassis-built cars, fancy shit, or crazy stuff, right? You know, it's safe. You can go down there, run it. You can have some fun. To me, it's a great track, too. People bitch about the uh, the surface of the track. They fix the shutdown. The shutdown's not bad anymore. I, I think the track's fine. I find the people that bitch are the people that come out, and they spin the tires, or they can't tune the car, and then all of a sudden, it's the track's fault. Oh, I shouldn't have drove down two hours to come to this piece of shit track and whatever else. But it's funny that you see somebody like Jake Blaine go down there and run a four-second pass in the eighth or something like that. You you know what I mean? Like, you can't you can't have both worlds. He can't do it, but you can't... Or, or sorry, he can do it, but you can't do it because the track's bad. You got to tune your car for the surface, get down it, and go from there. So... Again, so, th so this is what I'm proposing. Here's the deal. John Reed, we're going to sit down. We're going to be mature about it. There ain't going to be no fighting. We're going to do a live feed. I want a live feed for everybody to see. So you guys can chime in. You guys can ask questions. You know, you can be on his side, my side, whoever side you want. Your own, I, I, I really don't care. But you guys can hop on. You guys can ask questions about it. Um, Whatever deal you guys want to talk about. I mean, I'm... I'm there for the racers. I I almost feel like an extension of the racers. Of course, not all racers, but I feel like especially the guys that are more against the list, the guys that want to come out and they want to race Ontario Street Outlaw guys for like five hundred bucks. But then it seems like it seems like those guys don't want to race those caliber of cars. And I come back to I think I said this in the last podcast when people went out to the Lancaster No Prep event there, uh, the Purge. Chuck 55 was there and Birdman was there. There was a big reason why none of those cars were called out by, you know, an Ontario street outlaw or another Ontario car. I don't think anybody else from Canada lined up beside him. I could be wrong. You guys can hop on here and correct me. 
that's another thing. We need to be able to sit down and we need to be able to come to common ground. I might be right on some stuff. I might be a jackass on some other stuff. And I'm open to talking about it. You can change my mind. We can go from there and we can we can work it out, right? That's what we're supposed to be doing. You know, and like I said, I've been guilty of saying some stupid shit and we're we're going to try and correct this. We ne- we might never see eye to eye, who knows? I I hope maybe one day we do. But we're going to try and correct this. John, I'm sure he has a big beef because I talked some shit on his car and and I really wanted to race John before. I had a truck with a big block Chevy and stuff like that. Life happened, right? I, I, I'm a young kid. I, I bought a house. I'm not making excuses here, but we're going through renovations, all kinds of shit. I've had car problems, shit everybody has. And you know what? Life happens, and I'm trying to do this shit too early before I'm ready for it because I love this shit so much just so I can come out and race somebody like John Reed, just so I can come out and show people you guys don't think I'm street, you guys don't think I'm a racer, you guys don't think I'm this and that, I, I'm i all of that shit and more, I, I love this stuff too much, I wake up, I race car from morning to night, looking at shit on the iPad, you know, at work, I'm listening to podcasts, shit like that, I'm trying to figure out stuff, you know, I, I might not have the fastest car out there, but I, I have a good bit of knowledge about the sport, you know, I, I've been around this stuff since I was a little kid. I've seen other people promoting stuff. I pay attention to all the other promotions, putting on races, small tire. Well, what are the trends in Canada right now? You, you know what I mean? In the next five years, I really think small tire racing is going to be a big, big deal here. I, I really don't know if the no prep shit's going to catch on that much because I, I briefed on this a little bit in the other one. I, I love the no prep, but it sucks to see people tear shit up especially a blue collar guy with a car that you know that's basically his whole life he fucking sunk everything he had into it wad that shit up into the wall and that's the dirty thing about going out to some of these snow prep races they might have a decent payout or something like that and you know you see a guy wad up a fifty thousand dollar car and he's a blue collar guy and you know he's getting help to only load that bitch back on the trailer and drive it home and he's you know he's kind of fucked out of a car which, I mean, that that's a chance we all take drag racing, right? You can crash, shit can happen, but we're putting on our no-prep event, but I'm not, I'm not going to let it be a dangerous no-prep event, and I'm going to talk to people about it, too, because this is also a small-tire event, but these guys run a lot of these small-tire uh, cars without prep, and they'll take them down the street. So what we're going to do Friday night at St. Thomas Raceway, they never prep the track. It's just Friday, they let the track be, people come out, they can grudge race, whatever. So Saturday, normally, they start prepping the track, getting it nice and sticky, all all that shit there. So we're going to tell them, you know, leave the prep alone, do not touch the surface, we're going to do water burnout only. So the track's going to get stickier as the day goes on. But the nice thing about it is you could come out with a 1,200 horsepower car and race somebody with 1,600, 1,800 horse, a big caliber car. And if you, if you launch hard and you go down the track and he spins the tires for a second or so, like you're going to drive around him. You could do really good at that race. It's a good equalizer. But at the same time, everybody has a foot. You can pedal the car. You know, it, I, I understand you get out there, you, you fucking pedal the car. He's coming around you. You just want to stay in the thing. But... A lot of us have kids, you know what I mean? We we got to go home, a race car to wad up like that. It's going to put us on the sideline for a long time, and I really want to keep stuff safe. So if some of these guys come down and say, you know, we're, 
we're concerned about some of the prep. We've been testing. Nobody's making it down. We almost crashed a few times. Then I'm going to call Jay over and I'm going to say, okay, I'm sorry that this isn't safe for the caliber of car here. You, you, you know, most of these guys would like a little bit of prep. You, you know, get them going. Jay's a great guy. He knows how to prep. He's he's good guy. He He'll take care of us. So, and then, like I said, my proposal to Paul Norris, we, we've had a lot of beefs and stuff like that. And, and I'll continue to say, I think the biggest beef is because you guys want to stand alone, no co-promotion, we can't work together, and we should be bringing racers together. It's not about you guys have 5,000 people on your page and I have 500. It's it's not about that. You guys get $1,000 and or $1,000 cash from each sponsor. I've talked to old sponsors of you guys. So all that money that you guys get to buy that merch, to buy those tents, to make your shit look fucking badass, I do that stuff with absolutely nothing and it comes out of my pocket. I'm doing races with like a hundred and fucking twenty percent payback on top because we're getting money on top of the race and you guys go after me and, and I feel like you guys will not go after any of the other big races that talked a lot of shit any of the other big races I'm not going to start throwing out names here because I feel like you guys know who who the bigger names are that have called you guys out and you guys don't want to race for like 500 bucks but you guys raced on tv and and now this year, maybe it'll be different. I know a lot of people were building shit. Maybe this year is the year you guys come out with, um, I don't know, a higher caliber car or somebody like Killer Cole. Killer Cole made a hell of a pass, and that that guy's fucking fast. I would absolutely love to see Ontario Street Outlaw top five number ones from from some of the list around your fastest guys. Why don't we do a co-promotion, St. Thomas Raceway? We could race like fucking five, ten thousand dollars rebuild the bleachers, do right by drag racing, come out, we can shake hands after. We can put together a fucking awesome race. You know, we can co-promote, do what you guys want to do. Maybe Ian Hill would be interested in getting in on it. We need to get rid of this hostility and Ontario drag racing. And you guys can't just say it's me because I know so many people and I get messages from so many people that have been booted off the page and stuff like that. And it seems like you can't have an opinion. And if you have an opinion and you don't have a car that could go out and beat them, you're just a fucking idiot and your opinion doesn't matter. But I'm not just another idiot from down the street who doesn't know his ass from a hole in the wall about racing. I know a lot about racing. I know the caliber of cars. I know what it takes. And I fucking race car all day and watch this shit and try and learn as much about it as I can. We got the race with Memphis. We're going down. Um, I seen on Facebook the other day, Dennis Bailey was commenting on it. He's looking for who's going to hop on that uh, gorilla down there. He said it's ready to eat. And uh, Giordano in that Mustang's going to hop on Dennis Bailey. He said he's going to put a bigger tire on it. You know, that guy's making a bunch of horsepower, fresh build, fucking badass. Curry's got like three months to test here before we go down for our Memphis barbecue and bring that Memphis money back to Canada. So, I mean, that that's a high high caliber c car. Like, that, that car probably makes 2,000 horsepower. I understand you can't use all that power down on the surface, but that is the biggest difference and reason why I was upset a little bit too is the whole the whole two-week thing like I've said time and time again I would have respectfully said no it's about Canada and if we go there and we put on an episode and all you Canadians all you local racers tune in and you're like dude that's fucked up I I, I have a cousin over here that's got a turbo fox body that's faster than any of those cars or I got this to me this isn't about 
Like, Chris O'Keefe came out and, and won our event last year. You, you know, he drives a Cutlass, badass, big block, nitrous car. That guy, I would like him to come, but if he doesn't have the caliber of car, I don't care if he was our day one and our original guy, and he deserves to come. And that's no no disrespect to you, O'Keefe. You're a great dude, great competitor, and man, I had a lot of fun at that event. Giving that trophy to you guys, you guys deserve that trophy. You made great runs all night. You beat Ron Charlton in the finish. Good shout out to that guy too. Ron Charlton, he came out, he fucking burned those slicks all the way off and still raced that fucking car. Went down, he was making good passes, leaning on his shit, and unfortunately, he just got outpowered against O'Keefe, right? He had the 496, making big power, two kits of nitrous on a big tire to Ron Charlton's small block turbo deal on a small tire. So I, I'm really excited to see Ron out this year. Like I said, I, I got a lot of love for that guy. He's a good guy, and... You know he he does right by the sport. He he's a he he's a very classy guy when it comes to racing. He's good to talk to. You know he's very good for the sport, and um, I I'm glad about that. So that, that that's what I'm trying to say here, guys. These day ones and stuff like that. I'm not hopping on these guys because they are Pro Street five one nine day ones. That shit doesn't fucking matter to me. It matters about who is the absolute fastest guy. That I can get here. If I got to fucking get somebody down from Quebec. Which we're already doing. Or further up than that. Or wherever the fuck. That's what we're doing. 100% the fastest guys. I'm sorry you guys had. I don't I don't even necessarily want to say a bad showing. I almost want to say it's like you guys got fucked over. With the whole two weeks. And I understand that. I, I just really wish you guys could have made a better showing. So then it's not like this rivalry. Because we're going to race Memphis now. And another thing, too, I don't know if that affects our chances at ever going racing back at Oklahoma. And, and the only reason that it upsets me is because, like, it's not about me either, Paul. We, we could do this together. You guys could bring five street outlaws, absolutely fastest guys you have. We could figure out five guys. And I, I, I don't even want to say we. These aren't my racers. These are just the local badasses, the baddest of the bad, making big horsepower, Big tires, fucking eat a wheelbarrow for their nutsack, fucking walking around the track. I'm talking about those guys. It doesn't have to be about your group, my group, his group, anybody's group. It's about racers, bringing racers together. Bigger events, bigger draws, bigger payouts, uh, maybe getting some Americans over. That That's what I'm working on, too. A lot of these American guys would love to come over to the States, but or sorry, would love to come over to Canada but they don't know what we race down here. They don't know if they're going to show up and see a bunch of people on balloon tires, small tires. Do you guys race arm drop, prep, no prep, whatever. You know what I mean? So I think it's a big deal. Like if the Ontario Street Outlaws or OGW or anybody would come on board with the USA versus Canada race, which I'm not necessarily asking for. I'm just saying like co-promoting a race like that. And, and then instead of going to uh 16 car field, eight Americans, eight Canadians. It's like Ontario Street Outlaws could either bring four more cars or eight more cars, and we could go to a 12 first 12 or a 16 verse 16 for 10 to 15 thousand dollars. You know, USA versus Canada, Ontario Street Outlaws, represent your shit. We'll have great video coverage, stuff like that, big names coming, and that's the stuff that I want to do. Okay, guys, like I. I'm not making this stuff all about me, okay? And, and I'm, I, so I don't want to necessarily say you're doing that with your guys' group because 
I've also heard a lot of really good things about your group, and I know you're getting new people out to the track. You're putting on a great series, and believe me, as somebody who's got into this, you know, four years ago probably, um, I understand what it's like tracking down um, people from the track, trying to figure out schedules, trying to figure out dates around other races, trying to figure out if you can even get the fucking car count and stuff like that, like what we can do for the racers. I... I totally understand that stuff, and I want to end this podcast on a good note, saying good stuff about OSO and whoever, and and in no no way, f- for my fans and the people that follow me too, I'm not changing my mind. I still stand by what I say and say, you know, you guys, I, I think you should have respectfully declined and tried to get back out, because I think really that was our only one, one and only chance of going to Oklahoma. Unless we go down to Memphis, we do very good at Memphis, word gets around, stuff circulates, and maybe we'll get a chance to go back to Oklahoma. And I'm really hoping so because I I think you guys can do so much better too. It's not like you guys don't have fast cars. A two-week time crunch, you guys can do what you had to do. So I, uh, I, I totally understand that. But at the same time, I know what I want, and I know where I stand on things, and I know what caliber of cars have to go down there. So that's why I respectfully declined, and they came at me with a different date. So so we're going down again, um, July 19th. We're going down, Michael Pavlov, Tom Smith, a lot of big-name guys there, uh, real big horsepower cars. You know, all these guys are class-act racers, really good people. And um, I caught a lot of flack because Jake Blaine is going. But you know what? I'm going to put this out there. Jake Blaine, that guy's family comes from Canada. That guy has family that lives in Canada. And that guy, out of anybody else from the United States of America, comes over to Canada and races a lot. We are the closest track to that guy in Michigan. And... You you guys want to talk shit because we're going to bring a guy down that went down there, did good, made a really good lick on the street, and you know he's a big tire car with big power, and he's going to go down and do it. It's all about bringing the energy back to Canada. That's that's my biggest thing here. Bring the energy back to Canada, and you know let's have fun. Let's put on a good race. Let's be street street with these guys. Let's gamble. Let's have fun in the street and. Let's bring all that energy back to Canada. That's the way I see it. So we're going to wrap this thing up. And again, I'm just going to finish by saying we're going to try and do a live feed with Paul Norris. I I really don't know if that guy will reach out. He might just tell me to go fuck myself. I don't know. John Reed, I've already talked to him on the Facebook group a little bit. That guy, we're going to figure out a time and we're going to do a live feed. You guys will be able to chime in and ask questions about it whatever you guys want to do you can call me out you can call him out on bullshit um and we'll go from there i'm really hoping this deal kicks off with paul and stuff like that because like i said i really don't have a beef with this guy i think things just get fucked up over the internet right i mean if we were face to face we wouldn't say half this stuff the keyboard makes stuff interesting to say the least a lot of people say shit they wouldn't say to you and I and I say stupid shit on there too you know if I say something you can't hear that I'm joking on there it might sound like a fucking asshole thing to say so we're gonna wrap this motherfucker up this another episode of here's here's the deal and this episode's called backlash and buttholes your host the one and only John Forbes from Pro Street 519 Go on Facebook, check us out, like us. We got the Pro Street 519 group page. We also have the 
Pro Street 519 page. We share a lot of videos, tech tips, all that good stuff. And then I want to end by saying a big shout out to our local sponsor, Lang Speed and Performance. Ron Lang, this guy builds the best carburetors around. Your shit's bogging. It's not working right. You can't get it off the line. You go fucking see Ron. He's the man. He'll get you set up. A carburetor that's working better than fuel injection, and he'll give you a good deal on it too. Tell him that we sent you. Thank you guys so much for tuning in today. We're going to try and do the live feed, like I said, again soon with uh, John Reed, and hopefully Paul Norris will reach out to us. You bad motherfuckers have a good day.